Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Coach McVay Show live from Cal Lutheran in Thousand Oaks. It is week nine. The Rams are tied for the best record in the National Football League, and they are home at SoFi Stadium for the Tennessee Titans this week. DeMarco Farr. What's happening? Anything on your mind today? My favorite two words, Victory Monday. Yeah. Seven times this year so far. Oh, I thought you were going to cut right to the chase. Let's bring in the head coach oh, yeah. of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean <laughs> McVay. Uh, not a bad shakeup before the trade deadline yeah, here. Yeah, nothing going on here. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> It's good. I mean, you know, very excited to be able to acquire Vaughn. I think it's a real credit to, you know, Les doing a great job. You know, Tony Pastor's being really creative. Kevin Demoff, obviously, and then their ability to work with George Payton. So we're excited. I know our players are excited. Can't wait to get him here and get him rolling and, uh, you know, see, uh, you know, see the kind of things that we can do with them. Uh, it's funny. I mean, does this add more pressure to you to win now that you got Vaughn Miller? I think there's always pressure, you know, and uh, to be able to acquire a player of his magnitude, the success, big-time games he's been a part of, and you partner him up with A.D., Leonard Floyd up front, obviously Jalen, and a lot of other great players that we have defensively, you know, we feel like this makes our football team better, and that's a positive thing for us. Now we got to go do it and figuring out the best ways to maximize and utilize Vaughn's skill sets. Um, doesn't have to be too difficult because he's such a unique player, but you know, can't wait to get him in here, get him going and, um, you know, really get to work with him. I've gotten to know him a little bit just through our interaction, whether it's seeing him out here in LA or even just crossing over with him over competing against him the last handful of years. And really love this guy, love his demeanor, love his disposition, love the way that he handles himself. And, and I think he's going to be a great fit with our culture. You mentioned the reaction of the players. It was downright giddy today. Yeah. I mean, just an outpouring. One, what does that mean to the organization to kind of get this shot in the arm midseason? And then what's it like to stand in front of a room and explain to them what you just did and what it might mean? I think it's really fun, JB, because there's a commitment to trying to do whatever we can to be aggressive in our pursuit of you know achieving excellence. And that's trying to be the best football team that we can be. And really, it's, it's still a one-day-at-a-time mindset and mentality. And our focus is on having a great game. Uh, against the Titans from a great week of preparation. But uh, to do that, guys were excited. And I think the most fun thing about it is is when you talk to Aaron Donald, you talk to the Jalen Ramseys, you see Leonard Floyd and see how excited they are to have another partner in crime with them to go try to play at a really high level, apply a lot of pressure to opposing offenses. Um, that lets you know we got the right kind of guys that are that are all about the right kind of stuff, the we not me thing that we're talking about. And um, and they understand that he's going to help make them better as well. I guess the fun part, like LeBron and Westbrook, is how do they play together? Where do you put Von Miller or just let him do what he does best? Yeah, I think we're going to work through that. And mm -hmm. here's the thing that you feel good about, DeMarco, is you talk about a guy that's had all-world production, even you know from the early parts of his career in Denver, playing under Wade Phillips, which we still have parts of our defensive system there, and then the last couple years with Vic Fangio being the head coach. And so much of it is similar philosophically to how we've operated over the last couple years, starting with Coach Staley last year. And then Raheem's put his own spin on things, but there's still a lot of foundational parts, some verbiage and vernacular that'll be very familiar. And so you do feel like there'll be a quick study, but he'll be at that outside backer, you know, that outside linebacker position for us. And, and then you can get creative with different ways that you want to utilize him in some of our rush packages and different ways to distribute him across the front to, to get the matchups that we want and, and that's a positive thing for us because he is such a prolific pass rusher because he is the active sacks leader in the national football league does that reputation overshadow what he does on earlier downs and against the run because he's not deficient in that area in any way yeah i agree with you jb i think it's a good point he's he's a complete football player you know those guys in that position that he plays get the most recognition for the sack production and, and different things of that nature but you look at a guy that can set the edge he can really do a lot of different things and he's a complete football player and i think that really speaks to who he is the way that he's been trained the way that he's really produced and 
And um, there's no doubt about it. I think it does get overridden because he is such a unique pass rusher, but he's a unique football player that's really doing an excellent job on all three downs and obviously fourth down if they're going for it as well. I'm about to speak out of both sides of my mouth. Last week, I hate the business. This week, I love the business. Thank you. Nice trade. Yeah. And you know what, DeMarco? It is tough because as a result of doing some of these things, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, what does this mean that, you know, you have to make tough decisions Mm -hmm. and um, you always try to do what you think is best, but it doesn't mean that it always affects everybody in the positive way. And that's what's hard for us, for me specifically in these positions. And, you know, you look at a guy like I was so happy to see Kenny played well, had good production, played almost 40 snaps for the Broncos yesterday, I think. And they go get a win against Washington. Mm-hmm. And so really happy for him. Would you love to be able to have he and Vaughn? Of course. But sometimes you have to be able to figure out different ways of maneuvering and navigating through the best way to get to our 48 or our 53. And, and this was kind of the opportunity that presented itself and we're excited about it but there's uh, it's there's there's some negatives that do come with it as well you touched on it a bit off the top but do moments like these make you appreciate the win now nature of this organization like you don't strike me as a uh, rebuilding head coach it's a nice way of saying uh, you have no patience huh jb you know <laughs> but you inherited look, you, you know me too well you inherited a four-win team and you went right to it you know there was yeah. no there was no ramp up to this and I, and I imagine that moments like these say hey this is this is where we want to live this is where we want to be forever i think so yeah. and, and here Here's what I would say, too. It is, you know, everybody looks at the all-in approach, but it doesn't mean that there's not a focus on, okay, how does this affect us in the long term? Mm -hmm. I think there's an aggressiveness, but there's different ways of utilizing our draft capital. But, you know, there's comp formulas. There's a lot of different avenues at which we're feeling like, all right, how do we really put together our roster in different ways to try to be competitive? And, you know, we've we've been fairly successful. Um, Don't claim to by any means have all the answers, but I think you said it in a nice way. I'm not the most patient guy. I think you want to be aggressive. Uh, you know, the one thing that I would say, we say this to our players all the time, we always want to attack success. We're never fearing failure. And I think you can say that about really our organization. We're going to go for it. We're not afraid of that. And what those expectations and things that accompany that, because there's always that. But we're an inside-out organization. We know what we need to do on a weekly basis. And, and I think our players feel good about how aggressive we are when you have special guys like what we do. And, and you want to make sure you're doing everything in your power to try to help them achieve achieve success and, and that's why I coach. Mm-hmm. Are you okay talking about this right now? I mean, you got win number fifty, another big win, seven wins this year, you just beat the Texans, but we're talking about a trade. Are you okay talking about this right now because mm-hmm. it's such a big deal? Yeah, being would, able to acquire the trade or something? Yes, or would you rather talk about the game? Oh <laughs> you know what? I think it I think there was a lot of great things that occurred. You know, it, I'm not naive to the fact that this is a big deal, and this mm-hmm. is a big deal for our football team, but there was a lot of things that were done at a really high level to get us to a 38-0 lead mm-hmm. with still a couple seconds left in the third quarter and a lot of really great contributions for our football team. It's always about the team, but Vaughn makes our football mm-hmm. team better. But, you know, you want to talk a little bit about the uh, the game yesterday? I'd love to do that, No, JB. no, just, or, just and JB it. and DeMarco. You know, it's, it's Monday. It's a normal Monday. We're... we're normally breaking down football but this is different this is a big deal so i'd be scared to ask you but i'm glad you're happy about talking about von miller coming to this football team yeah no i i I think um it's exciting i mean it's an exciting thing we feel like it definitely is a a move that makes our football team better and now we got to do our job as coaches of, of making it come to life and um can't wait to get to work with von 
to transition mm-hmm. to yesterday's win over Houston, why don't we start with kind of the injury rundown, uh, yep. positive and negative, as you prepare for the Titans in, yep. in Week 9. So on the negative, you know, we're going to place two guys on IR, 2-2 Atwell. He got his shoulder. He's going to need surgery on that thing, um, and so that's tough for him. And then Traven Howard got his hamstring pretty good, and so we'll put him on IR. We do expect him to return at some point, but both those guys will be put on IR. As far as Darius Williams, you know, this represents where we can start that 21-day mm-hmm. clock with him. We'll get him out at practice, and maybe he'll be able to play this week. Also expect Whitworth and uh, Sebastian Joseph Day to return to practice and expect them to be able to play this week as well unless they have some setbacks. How'd Boom play in your eyes? Who's that? Joseph Noteboom. Did great. He did awesome. And you know what I think is great is, unfortunately, when Witt gets hurt last year against Seattle and missed such a long period of time, uh, Joe stepped in and, and showed what a really good football player he is. It's not too big for him. He's steady. He's got a nice, even-keeled demeanor. I think he's playing tougher, protected really well when we did throw the football, and uh, I felt great about the way that Joe played. I thought really he and Havenstein both, because when you look at that Texans defense, they had really done a nice job of putting a lot of pressure on teams with the four-man rush, and they had some really good production from their edge players, whether it be Moder- you know, Martin and Goddard. And mm-hmm. um, I thought both of our tackles, Havenstein and Nopum, were outstanding. They were steady. They were sturdy. And, and those guys were two of the players of the game for us. Similar question, new name, Greg Gaines. He's yeah, been kind awesome. of waiting for a, a larger share of the reps on the nose. I did not love Greg Gaines. I mean, you know you know what I, I think the players are sometimes, and DeMarco, you know this, the best reflection of, all right, this guy can play. You watch the way Aaron Donald respects and the relationship that those two guys have. And, you know, AD, if you said, hey, does he know what it looks like to play at a high level? I think that's a guy that you would want to definitely rely on. And so to see Greg step up, do those things, not surprised, but really pleased for Greg. I thought I thought Ashawn Robinson also played really well. thought both those guys were physical, but you could see, Gaines did a great job of being stout against the run, but also affecting and influencing, you know, Davis Mills all day. And, uh, you know, he's a good football player. It's why he had all the production he did at UW. And then when he's gotten his opportunities, all he's done is just maximize them. And it was exciting to see Greg play as well as he did. I think everybody that put their hand down got a hit on the quarterback. I think so. It was uh, Raheem and the defensive coaches, and then ultimately the players making it come to life, did a great job of putting together a a rush plan that, uh, you know, really enabled us to be able to get after uh, the quarterback, and, and I think that's why you see the sack production where it was yesterday, and it uh, it was a real positive. Our defense was outstanding through those you know first three quarters, and, and you know that was really big. And the byproduct of getting your work done early and seizing control of that game is I don't want to call it a mini buy necessarily, but you keep some snap counts down on key guys like Higby and Daryl and Flo and Fuller who have been playing big reps and taking their bumps and bruises along the way. It was good. Those guys want to continue to compete, JB, but it is good, and, you know, especially just the wear and tear that the season takes on these guys. To be able to do that was big. And then on a positive, too, it gets some of these younger players' experience. I was really pleased. You mentioned Higby. Kendall Blanton did a nice job coming in there and and really handling himself well. I was really encouraged about that. I already mentioned some of those younger receivers that stepped up. And so, um, you know, to be able to alleviate some of those snap counts off those guys that are typically playing almost every single snap and thus they need a blow, whether it be on the offense or the defensive side of the football, that was big for our guys. How did you like the run game this week? I liked it. it you liked good. it this week. Yeah, I, okay. thought, I, thought, I thought we did a really good job. You know, we knew they were a pretty regulated front structure. Uh, they do some different things that really apply pressure with some of the movement. Coach Carberry, the offensive line, did a great job handling. I thought Daryl did an outstanding job. You know, he's really playing at a, a really high level for us and leveled runs off, saw the holes really well. I thought he picked and chose. I thought he set his blocks. Sony comes in, is a great change of pace. And then even Buddy Howe, given the circumstances, came in and you could see it's not too big for him, mm-hmm. uh, was pleased to be 
able to get him a couple touches, but the run game was a real positive. And, you know, you get Robert going on those three carries that he had as well. And, you know, just different things that you can present to the defense. We were able to activate a couple different schemes and be a little bit more versatile in our approach. And I think those are things that we can build upon. I don't know if this came across in the TV broadcast, but in person, even on your way to 38-0, you're coaching this offense really hard. And in Stafford in particular, you probably yep. felt like it should have been 21-0. Um, I think start, so, yeah. And, and, and that's, a, that's a real positive. You know, to me, what I always tell these guys, JB, if I'm not coaching you hard, then that's when guys should start to worry. I'm coaching them hard because I believe and I know what they're mm-hmm. capable of. And, and they feel the same exact way. That's the best part. You know, you talk about the accountability with the leadership that we have. You know, with the guy at the switch, I mean, Matthew is – he. He's as hard on himself as anybody. I think you also understand how difficult it is what he's doing, and he's playing at such a high level, but he wants to make every single play. But his command, his ability to bring everybody with him is on display, and um, I did want to see us be able to convert all three of those first few drives to touchdowns, but uh, there were still a lot of positives to be had. I mean, you want to score on every single drive, but this is the league. Sometimes they stop you, but every time you get in scoring territory, you feel like, we should score here. I do. And and really, I feel like, you know, the confidence that I have in this group offensively, um, you know, those are those expectations. And and that's that's a positive thing. There's a lot of belief. There's a lot of confidence. But like you said, the enemy has a say, you know, and you got to have respect for, you know, how difficult it is and the competitive balance week in and week out. But, you know, there's a lot of good things that we can build off offensively. Um, and you guys know me as, as well as anybody. I'm never going to be truly satisfied with our team, even though you're really pleased. But, you know, you, we want to continue to really just push the envelope and, and really chase playing uh, at a high clip every single snap. But you got to be happy if you're oh, running yeah. the ball from the one and your running back goes in standing up. Yes. You've got to be okay with that. No, it was good. There was a lot of positives, like we said yesterday, a lot of early down efficiency, a lot of really good things situationally that we can build off of. And anytime you're able to score 38 points before mm-hmm. the end of the third quarter, you know, that's a positive thing. There are a couple of Robert Wood sequences that I wanted to ask you about. The first was uh, early in the second quarter, I think. And we have kind of a running joke that, you know, Robert's lost more yards to kind of just poor <laughs> balls than, than anybody else in the league, right? He's got great numbers, but there's just some that always find his back knee or back foot for whatever reason. Well, there's mm-hmm. one of those. I think it was like a tight right throw. And yeah. I just love that Stafford goes right back to him for 28 on the next. Totally. The next I love throw. it. And that's the, that's the thing is, you know, and you believe in guys. You want to give them an opportunity to respond. You know, after we miss him on that play that you alluded to, he came right back. We had him on an in-breaking route for a 28-yard gain. And, um, you know, that's that resilience. And I think especially as a skill player, you know, keeping him in the flow of the game, not having to wait so long mm-hmm. until you get that next touch. And, you know, that was a play that, you know, the play before that, you you know, Robert makes a lot of times. But also I think it's important for him to understand the confidence that we have in him. Like, hey, you know, can't wait. And he's he's as mentally tough a player as I've been around and uh, love that response. And then the other one was the rushing touchdown wow. for yeah. Robert. And there are so many elements to that, including, like, the swaggy toss from Stafford. That, that was, was cool, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he did make that. That was that was nice. He's, it, Robert scored on that play three times now. That same play? Yeah. Wow. I was watching the block for Brian Allen. Didn't he get two on that? Brian, you know, yeah. he, he was so- you know, he did a good job. I mean, the safety kind of fell back. He kind of Give got, him some love. I, I love Brian Allen. He did a great yeah. job, but yeah. he didn't exactly get two on that play. Okay. You, know, but, uh, you got two to he's me. He's man. You're I picking. love Brian. But, yeah. hey, Brian will tell you. you yeah. know. Now, he was fired up when he saw Robert No score, doubt. He got a little piece of Justin Reed kind of reading back out of it. You're picking out the lineman. I was thinking about Blanton, who's kind of oh, leading the way job. on that. Wow. And then Ben Skronik had this reputation as being one of the best blocking receivers coming out of his class and got an opportunity to put that on display, too. Yeah, he's physical. I, I just thought 
thought, really, he shows he's a football player, mm-hmm. JB. I mean, you look at it, and that's kind of – he comes in, does a great job on teams, and then you see him show up and start to make plays in camp. He's one of those guys that's really working at trying to understand the nuances of everything that we're asking from all three receiver positions. Comes in, maximizes his opportunities. He's made plays, you know, covering kicks and on special teams. And, um, you know, he downs a punt inside the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the two, you know, down tight in the red area, you know, down in the tight inside parts of the field on a great kick by Johnny. So, good football player. He's only going to continue to build and we'll be able to use him more. You know, I wonder, like with Nick Scott, who's gotten nothing but better at being a safety yep. plus being good special teams, I wonder the same thing for Benny Sko. I think that's a good, I think that's a good comp. You know, you look at two guys that, you know, just continue to carve out roles and it's undeniable where you're saying we got to figure out ways to utilize these guys, not exclusive to teams, but also what they can contribute on each side of the football, Nick on defense and then obviously Ben on offense and looking forward to seeing him just continue to grow. Eric Yarber does such a good job with those receivers. And, and Ben is, uh, is definitely one of those guys. Spoke with Ernest Jones a little bit today. That interview will be available later on a lot of these same uh, channels. Yeah. But, you know, he gets he gets the word. He gets his mom to Houston to see him That's make cool. his NFL starting debut, and he puts on a performance like that. He did. He played really well. You know, the, the game makes sense to this guy. And when you play real live tackle football is when you feel Ernest Jones shine his brightest. And so felt that way in the preseason. You really felt his length show up. Looked pretty smooth. He had great ball security, mm-hmm. all right, on his interception. Also did a great job of making somebody miss and – um, you know, whether it was blitzing, whether it was recognizing things and being able to read out and, and go make plays on screens to get a third down stop, you felt Ernest Jones on the other side of the football, and um, he's only going to get more and more confident as you go. And, you know, it was it was a real positive start. Chris Shula doing a really good job. I thought Troy Reader continued to contribute at a high clip, and so was really, really pleased. And it's just, he, I mean, he's a hard guy not to like, isn't he? I mean, he's an impressive yeah. young rookie, mature beyond his years. Got great insight from Les and his group, but also Thomas Brown having been with him at South Carolina and everything that Thomas was uh, praising him about, he's really continuing to show, and now he's going to even have a platform to really build off of that. I think he's a guy that's got real capacity as a leader for us as we move forward as well. You know what stood out? I mean, the pick was great. The move, the, he looked like a running back, like you said, was the reaction of the rest of the defense. Jacked up for They him. couldn't wait to come congratulate the kid. Players know. Players are great evaluators. Uh, you know, they, they know. This guy's got a love and a passion for the game, brings people with him like you guys always hear me talk about. And um, I love his game day swag. He, he did a great job yesterday. And, and, again, I think like anything else, that, that positive momentum, that confidence can be a really powerful thing. And you want to continue to build off that momentum against a great challenge and a great offense that we're going to play this coming Sunday. Part of that model you alluded to, his leadership, that yeah. lesson his group went deep on evaluating him as a prospect. He's now in the middle of a defense that has future Hall of Famers on it, totally. um, that has a safety call in the plays. It seems like he's able to take that leadership and guidance just as well as he might have been able to deliver it at the college level. No question. He's got a great way about himself, too. He knows, you know, to pick and choose his spots, but... I think similar to the quarterback position, when you're at that inside linebacker spot, you're innately thrust into a spot where you are responsible for communicating a lot of things. We know that we have, you know, Fuller has the dot, but you're still in the middle of different things communicating to, you know, the first and the third level of the defense when you're in that second level location. And so, you know, he's a guy that um, I think is only going to continue to just learn as a leader. And like you said, he's got great guys to be able to learn from. And, and they believe in him, too. You know, there's a lot of confidence that our players have in him. And I was really – I wasn't surprised again, but but really happy for him. You know, he's one of those guys that, uh, you know, you just can't help but root for. And, and I think he's only going to get better. One more quarterback question. One yep. more Stafford question. The, the touchdown pass he threw the woods. Yep. That was about a yard in the end zone. <laughs> he threw that one angry. 
Yeah. I mean, that has some smoke on it. It echoed through the entire building. It did. You know why? Because you better zip it in there because there's no vertical grass. Everything is lateral breaks. He fits it in between two hook players right there. It was a great field by Robert to be able to slide in that window. And it was a low ball was away, and it was an us or nobody. But he can certainly speed it up. You're right. I don't did he throw it to him or at him? <laughs> you have to ask him that. <laughs> Touchdown Rams. No doubt. <laughs> Fist bump for some of these fourth down decisions lately, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Is the analytics community getting to you? here? Do they have a pipeline in the Sean McVay's no. headset, or what's no, you going know what? on? Here's what's getting to me, is keeping our offense, the guys mm-hmm. that I have so much confidence on the on the field, and um, I think being able to pick and choose those spots. You know, there's something about these fourth and one flat throws we're just getting <laughs> crushed on this year, whether it's Arizona yesterday, even a similar type of concept against the Lions, even though that was on more of a bootleg. So I'll have to be better in some of those play selections, but I'm really glad we drew the P.I. on fourth and three. It was a good job by Van, great job by Matthew getting through his progression. How do you coach the backups that got in in the fourth quarter? Mm-hmm. The same as you coach the starters? Yeah, I, but I also think what's important is, you know, really, we're always competing, DeMarco, mm-hmm. but the reality is, let's get out of this game. And mm-hmm. so the approach is different in terms of, all right, we're running it, we're really trying to keep the clock moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's much more of a conservative approach offensively, defensively, you're in those known passing situations. So you don't want to be naive to the circumstances in the situation, and the goal is trying to win the football game, and you want to allow guys to play at their highest level, but you're also not approaching in the same manner that you would be if it's an even, you know, if it's a, a one score game or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I think you do want to take that into consideration, but the standards, the expectations, the fundamentals, the techniques, the way that we want to see guys try to execute, snap in and snap out, um, you know, that doesn't change. But I think an understanding of how that approach based on the way that we're coaching things and what the opposing team is doing based on playing from behind, you do have to take that into consideration. Dante Dion had an interception that didn't oh, count man, as an interception so, yesterday. What a play by him, huh? Does that count internally? I mean, does that count in the film room here in Thousand Oaks? Sure does. I mean, really, I mean, if if we don't have the hands to the face on Burkhead, I mean, what an amazing sideline, toe-tap, swag, great awareness. He climbed the ladder and... You know, leave it up to him to have basically a pick, but just out of bounds on the last play mm-hmm. of the game. But he's he's a good football player. I like the way that he stuck his face in there and some of the run support uh, plays that he was asked to come up and crack replace. And um, I wish that was I wish that would have stuck for him. That would have been pretty cool. I paused it in the air. Half his body's out of bounds. And he's great still came body control. It was it was great awareness. You know, all the things that are reflective of what makes him such a good football player. I think we're on display right there. And wanted that one for Double D. I heard he was a ball hawk in high school. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Hawk at Boise State, too. No doubt. Okay. i got to check this out. More film. We talked about Darius Williams coming off of his IR stint, returning to practice. We'll see about week nine against the Titans. But uh, Robert Rochelle, you're also able to dress but kind of hold back. As this corner picture gets closer to full strength, how great do you feel about the depth you have there? I feel really good. I think as a result of of what's happened with Darius, you you find out that, hey, Double D, even though smaller player, whatever, this guy's just been producing at a high level wherever Mm -hmm. he's been. And so seeing him, Rochelle, getting more snaps than he would have gotten otherwise you know David Long still played a lot of snaps so those are positive things for us and um, you know the more guys that you have the better football team that you become the more that guys positively push 
one another. And then, obviously, I'm not even mentioning the guy that is arguably, uh, you know, he is one of the best football players in the world in Jalen Ramsey and feels so fortunate to have him as well. I just told him, did I show you that play? Which Where one? he runs through the tight end and makes a play on Amendola mm-hmm. and gets the ball out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, awesome. yeah, awesome. That's a tight end. And you know what's amazing, too? He's doing that every week. I mean, yeah. if you just say, let me just watch number five, the play energy, the awareness, the versatility, all the different things that we're doing, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, the the appreciation, the respect for his game, the mental capacity that it takes, the focus and concentration. And then you talk about a guy that's a bad man in mm-hmm. terms of how tough he is. He is a tough physical player. And a lot of the spots he's taken on linemen, um, you know, you mentioned that with the tight ends, but he is a grown man out there that can do so many different things. And he is gifted and he is he's a special, special player. All right, so Jalen Ramsey and Matt Gay in Oklahoma drill. How does that go? Yeah, about Matt Gay, man. Was that great? I saved the touchdown. He, he, yeah. he stuck him pretty good, man. Drilled Said him. all those bicep curls you've been doing finally came into it. You know, I remember when we got him last year. I'm like, this kicker is jacked, man. Yeah. So he lowered the boom on him. I mean, he caught him pretty good right there. No doubt. Hey, all he's doing is he's just Mr. Automatic. And then if you talk about the last line of defense, man, he was like a free safety just lurking right there. Wow. He's See? a bit like the quarterback, though. He threw his shoulder in there, closed his eyes. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. It was a great job by him. Was, in all seriousness, I was fired up. Yeah. That was a big time play. We had to have that there. You prefer not to have him in those situations. Would prefer us because not to have to get it to that. B- bigger picture, he's got he's got a role to fill. Um, how about the onside kick situation? Extra work for the hands team? or, or what's Yeah, you the know deal? what? I thought it was good execution yeah. by those guys. It was a weird... It was a really good kick by their kicker. Mm-hmm. Took a really kind of weird bounce, and it's one of those deals that, okay, if we can't field it clean, let's try to just knock that thing out of bounds right there. But um, good execution. I'm putting Robert Woods there 10 times out of 10 again mm-hmm. all day, every day. It didn't work out for us there, but I believe in him, and um, you know we can execute that, and, and he's a guy that I have no doubt when that thing comes up again, that's who I want that ball going to, and he'll, he'll come through. Right. Gutsy call. If you, if you don't get it, then you get the ball at midfield. So, that's yeah. right. Uh, pick your poison. Uh, you got win number 50. That's huge. How, what does that factor in for you personally? Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool, but it's always, you know, I really believe that all the things we talk about, players, the other coaches around, you know, this is these are always results of team things that have gone right here. And so I feel really fortunate. I feel so good uh, to be surrounded by great players, great coaches, uh, a great organization, being supported by a great owner. So those are reflections of the totality of the things that have gone on in the last five years. Want to continue to build on it, but uh, you know, we're, I guess we're not counting playoff wins now, are we? Oh, we're counting okay. them. We're counting them. I'm yes. Just kidding. <laughs> just, just, just not in our just broadcast. No doubt. Particular right. things, but for all the game balls, That's a joke. That's that was oh, like a, come on. That yeah. was like a wow. I cannot believe you just said that. <laughs> For all the game balls you've given Aaron Donald, though, I thought it was pretty special for him to recognize that moment and uh, give one back that, to you. That means the world to me. You know, I want, you always want to make it about those players, but when somebody that, you know, and Aaron and I have a special relationship. I, I love that guy so much. He's such a special human being. He's an amazing football player, but to have that happen, that did really mean a lot to me, JB, and um, you know, you do it for these players and for these coaches, and you know, to have him aware of that and recognize it, that uh, is something that I'll never forget. Hmm. You should love him. You don't have to block him. That's he's a, on your side. Yes, that is a, that's very true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should we turn our attention to the Titans for just a moment? Let's get it. And yep. um, as, as fun as this half an hour has been, they're dealing with some adverse circumstances mm-hmm. of their own. Once again, demonstrating their toughness with yeah. a, a come from behind overtime win, but they paid the price losing Derrick Henry, one of the most unstoppable forces in the game. Yeah, I, I you know, I just can't say enough about watching him from afar what a great job he's done 
even dating back to his career at Alabama, this guy's an amazing competitor, great football player. I hate that. I hate that mm-hmm. for our league. Our league is better when Derrick Henry is playing football. Yeah. And, you know, as a competitor, you always want to go up against the best. And I was really looking forward to that opportunity. Now, this is still one of the best offenses. Um, you know, are they the same without Derrick Henry? He's one of one the way he's played at the running back position the last handful of years. But you know Coach Vrabel's going to have those guys ready to go. Tannehill's played at a really high level. they got great perimeter playmakers that I've talked about. They signed AP, who's who's one of the all-time greats. They've got other guys that can produce, and it's going to be a great challenge. But I hated to see that uh, for a great competitor and, and one of the best players in our league. Fair to call Tannehill underrated? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think he's underrated, underappreciated. Um, you know, all he's done, he's got great athleticism. I think he sees the field really well. I think the way that, you know, I think you talk about being able to say, all right, what does he do at a really high level? And let's make that a big part of our philosophical approach offensively with the concepts, the different things. And I think, you know, Arthur Smith did a great job mm-hmm. for those last couple of years. And Todd Downing has definitely picked up where they left off these previous couple of years. Kevin Byard had a great quote to Albert Breer last week about, you know, Derrick Henry, yes, but also just the general toughness of their team. That it may not always look good for the Titans early in games but that's because they're delivering body blows yeah and 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 they trust that in the end result they're going to be there at the finish line do you buy into that do you believe that there's such a thing as one of the toughest teams in the toughest league yeah i think that they embody that toughness by you know their head coach a lot of their players you can see that's part of their onboarding philosophy i mean you look at the way saffold's played for them yeah he was one of those guys that brought that toughness that edge to our football team when we had him and so i think that is real i think it's a great quote by byard he's another guy that's been really producing at a high level even you know I think he really started the burst onto the scene back to the 07 you know the 17th 17, season yeah. when he's having all that interception production and he's continued to play at a high level so I do see that you can see it's a commitment to how they really put it together in all three phases and um, you know it's going to be a great challenge for us they're six and two for a reason they've beaten some really good quality football teams we've crossed over with their, their film from some similar opponents and it's uh, it's going to be a great matchup and uh, can't wait to get going on this preparation for them your guys are pretty tough too I it's not so. like you're finesse right Heck yeah. no no we're, we're a tough football team yeah. uh, there's no doubt about it we're we're physically and mentally tough and that's exactly what we want to be and professional too. I mean, the environment in Houston yesterday was not what we come to expect on Sundays in the yeah. NFL. But they brought it from the jump, and now you get into a window where uh, you shouldn't need any extra motivation when you get into the lights at SoFi. Yeah, I think our guys appreciate that every single week is so difficult. Humility is only a week away in this league, and our guys are very professional. One of the things I'm most proud of, JB, is you look at going on the road three times this year already on you know what is a 10 a.m. kickoff in our head. You travel the day before, you get there, you have a snack, you watch a highlight video, you get up and you go to work and there's a business like Mm -hmm. mindset and mentality where guys expect to go play well and they're ready from the jump and you got to be ready to go physically and mentally and our players ability to do that is so impressive uh can't say enough about the appreciation that i have for it and and it's a big reason it is the reason our players are the reason why we're seven and one thanks for the time you spend with us on these mondays as always congratulations on a seventh win for the team and a 50th for you in the regular season. There you go. For Thank Sean you, McVay, for DeMarco Farr. Where's the Reese's, Where's the Reese's I'm man? I'm JB Long. We'll see you at SoFi Sunday night.